If you call into an internet radio station and complain to the host he's playing devil music, you might be Buzzard Bob. Don't be like this guy. Go to teespring.com forward slash d-o-n hyphen t hyphen b-e hyphen a hyphen buzz hyphen radio live and buy one of these t-shirts. Or just go to tf52.com and click on the don't be a buzzy t-shirt. It's only $21.99. That's cheaper than a bottle of Buzzy Shine. That tastes like shit! Get yours now, as you only have until February 11th to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. They gotcha, this tyranny is medical Who shot ya? Military generals masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets, then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter Two men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa, now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns Time to run, with no place to go Except Honduras, with a man called Forto Jones Stolen bones, and take the skies with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold Behold, the weather's controlled by genetically modified hybrid clones Built in bunkers with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrail skies, it's the on RazRadioLive.com. Follow one man's journey down the never-ending rabbit hole to find out what the truth is. All I'm offering is the truth. Scott Ledger is your distinguished host for Dangerous Conversation. Give Scott a call at 941-421-0401. No matter what side of the fence you are on, he'll talk to you 
everyone from Tucker Carlson take some mushrooms and squeegee your third fucking eye to Waterhead from the LRWS sometimes the weak ones need to do drugs and they need to die out Thomas what drugs have you done give me a list you have an opinion about drugs but you've never done any dangerous conversation every Tuesday evening at 8pm on RazRadioLive.com the simple power of truth Oh, my. 
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Just the truth, my friends. Just the truth. You are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, and Radio Chaos. It is, what is it? It is January the 26th, 2016. It just keeps going, man. It doesn't stop. That calendar is always moving, isn't it? Always moving. Always trying to confuse us, to keep us, to keep us on our toes. Another day comes and goes. That's just the way it works, I guess, right? <laughs> oh, I had... Yet another lovely week. My wife's birthday was yesterday. I got to take her out. We had a wonderful lunch. We went to a, a very expensive restaurant in the area here. Had some, some awesome food. I had this thing. It's called Kentucky Brown. And basically, it's sourdough, um, turkey, tomato, covered in cheddar cheese sauce, and then baked. Oh, my God. This thing was so good. So, happy birthday, babe. I'm not going to say how old you are. Obviously, you don't want me to be saying that out here. Uh, tonight's going to be an exciting show. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of things going on. We'll be taking calls all night, 941-421-0401. If you want to give us a shout and talk with us. If, you, uh, if you're on Skype, Raz Radio 1 will get you here. I want to welcome everybody on the blood side, everybody on the chaos side, and of course, all you Raz holes out there. You know, as I said, it's going to be an exciting evening. You know, we, we, we don't do this very often. I don't bring somebody in the studio, you know, because everybody lives so far away. And nobody's been in my new studio yet. My new little studio. The one I put together last year to get ready for having people come join me. No, I don't know. I'm just being a, a spaz at this point in time. But I'm, I'm happy to invite or welcome my first guest to the show, to the station, to the house, uh, in my little studio here greg greg knight how you doing i'm doing great sean how about yourself i'm doing excellent man what do you what do you yeah. think of uh first of all what do you think of living in florida now well i'll tell you what after a uh after one heck of a drive down from the midwest i was nebraska uh last time we talked and uh that drive was hellish gotta say that but getting down here as soon as i hit the the florida georgia line and i started seeing palm trees and the, the tall thin skinny pines not them big old pines we got in california right but as soon as i started seeing the salt pines and the white pines and the palm trees oh my goodness and then the heat hit right about 40 miles inside the border it was cold and then it all of a sudden changes. Change. Yeah, it changes real quick like that. And you, you probably still have the northern problem which i had for a long time myself which is uh, the past few days probably haven't been very cold to you compared to, you know, what cold is to you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like, uh, everybody in Naples, Florida, where I live, is walking around wearing sweatshirts <laughs> and long sleeves. And here I am in, in you know, a T-shirt and shorts, and it's raining and 
it's 60 degrees and they're like we're freezing yep. and i'm like this is like some right now back in california all my peeps back in california they're listening who are suffering through 32 degrees worth of temperature and feet of snow on the ground i feel for you i really do <laughs> but i don't actually well you're gonna see i guarantee you you come to me next january next yeah. february and i'll bet you they're in a in a sweatshirt because oh. your blood's gonna thin out over the summertime here it might take two years it took me one year because mm. i did the same thing i moved here in february I got here, I think, February 18th, I think, is when I got to Florida. And I was the same guy. I was walking around in shorts and T-shirts, and everybody around me is in long pants and sweatshirts, and they're they're burred up and chilly. And the next year, I was in long pants, sweatshirt, bundled up, you know, ready for the for the for the cold, which is what this is now. Right, and and the weird thing is the heat at sometimes kind of gets me. Like I walked into work today after being outside. I walked into an air conditioned room, sat down for a meeting, and all of a sudden the sweat starts to pour. And I'm like, <laughs> I look like I'm doing coke. What's wrong with me, man? <laughs> Dry up. You'll adjust. Don't worry. I, I promise you, you'll adjust. Some people don't adjust fully, but most people will adjust to where. It's not as hot as you as you think it is when it's hot, and then you'll be cold. Because uh, I'll tell you what, I've been wearing thermals, thermal pants, and therm, therm, thermal shirt for the past uh, I don't know week and a half or so at work. Because I'm in and out all day. You know, I'm yeah. outside a lot for my job. Uh, so, Greg moved here to Florida. He got a pretty. Uh, Cushy job, I guess. I mean, it goes kind of a little bit against what we talk about, but you know, hey, you, you well, got to pay the bills. Yeah, it, it's interesting because that one of my concerns moving down here uh, was just, especially in Collier County, which is one of the southernmost and westernmost uh, counties in Florida, is also per capita one of the places where there are more billionaires than anywhere else in the United States of America. So I kind of had an issue. I was kind of wondering about that. I was wondering if I was going to end up shooting one of them, <laughs> getting one of their daughters pregnant. I don't know, you know, whatever. I but, would go for the daughter pregnant uh, before you shoot one, to actually, be honest Actually, that might work out in my benefit. You never know. <laughs> but that was one of the concerns I had was just the, the extreme extravagance and wealth and ego down here. And I'm it's, lucky. It's big, dude. You know, it's, it's big. It's big, but I'm lucky that – um, even though I'm working in an environment where I have to work with these folks, that you know, it, it, I'm in a situation with my coworkers where we clearly understand who it is we're working with, yeah, and who it is who runs the community, and we work with them. I I, I don't really want to talk about where I work, but just let's say I do good things for for people, whether right. they are billionaires or they're homeless folks wandering in off the beach that use our facility at midnight. And we do it for everyone. And that's a good thing about it. Again, not mentioning the organization, but there are goods and bads to it. Like any major organization, you're going to find goods and bads to it. That's right. Uh, and that's unfortunate, but that's the way it works down. Um, so that's that. Uh, this is the first time Greg and I have actually met in person. Yeah. Uh, which is a, n- a nice experience. I mean, we're both military, so uh, you can tell that in our looks for the most part, although I'm due for a haircut. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm way overdue for a haircut. I got, my wife used to do hair before she got into what she does now, yeah. and she does my hair. So it's, you know, we'll, we'll get it cut here soon. <laughs> yeah, actually, my, the, I walked into work yesterday with the haircut because I went and got it, right? I got paid, and like first thing I'm going to do, screw go and buy food. I'm going to get a haircut because I look kind of shaggy. <laughs> I got a little clean. I could yeah. tell the difference, too, between like a, a, the day before picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at picture of me on the beach the day before, and I've got shaggy locks, man. Uh, I go into work the other day with my high and tight, and all of a sudden, I was like, hey, man, nice haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, we've talked a lot, and you know, you you work with Jack, and yes, this is Greg Knight uh, there at uh, No Fun Club. Uh, he's uh, sitting in studio with me here at the Raz Radio headquarters, as as it was. I guess you I got you got that off a of tag, didn't you? I know somebody tagged that at one time. Raz Radio World headquarters, <laughs> Raz Radio World HQ, something like that. Ferris had tagged. Uh, we we did a show here. Yeah. Uh, outclass, don't start. Don't make me discipline you tonight. 
Outclass like, that's not Craig. Uh, yeah, it is, because you were listening to me the other night on Natty Jeff, so there you go. Yeah, see, there you go. It is It is Greg. It is Greg. <laughs> Make him talk through a phone, he says, because, you know, you're yeah. always on the phone. Nobody's used to hearing you on a real microphone. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about that is, for anybody that's ever done radio or been on radio, the phone call-in voice is so different than what it sounds like sitting here in studio with you. So, yeah, it sounds a little different. Um, anybody that wants to double-check my voice, go listen to the stuff I did with Jack when we used to use Skype when I was up in Alaska. It's still me folks <laughs> it's just me, me. Yeah. you look like actually you look like a guy that i used to do ems with now i know it's not you because yeah. he's a chiropractor and i know him uh but you, you look very similar to him i don't know if you knew that i did ems for about eight years as yeah. a volunteer yeah so uh he's got very similar facial features as him you went from saving lives on the streets to saving lives on the radio man oh i try to you yeah. know i don't know how many lives we've actually saved i i do know there's people that have come to me and said you know i i I think differently about things you know the 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 topics you bring up and talk about really i've looked into it and i don't believe everything you talk about but a lot of it catches my attention you know there's one guy i I was on his show the kevin holly show a few weeks ago and uh they brought me on because i'm the conspiracy guy that works with shannon burke so and they listened to him that's how they found me and and uh, we went back and forth for a while. We we landed on some topics we agree on. So if, I guess a few weeks after I did the show with him, he went and watched a documentary about 9-11 and, and specifically about the uh, uh, the Pentagon. And he said, you know what? There's no way a plane hit that. There, there's just no way. So you've got me here. You, you've you, you've uh, you've pulled me in a little bit, and, and I'm going to research some more. And that's all it takes is that one little thing yeah it's funny you bring that up that was a uh, i was sucked into that story in, a, in an odd way it actually kind of it kind of works with what i'm doing now the guy who hired me to come out here to florida used to be my college president back in california back in the day and i did sports information at that college for him one of our players was this kid named mark dodge now mark dodge um for any of you who are texas a&m fans you might know who mark dodge was about uh i'd say eight Seven or eight years ago, he was a starter for them on defense. Mark Dodge, before he became a uh, football player at Texas A&M, he was in the United States Army. He enlisted after um, he turned like 19 years old, enlisted, and decided he wanted to serve his country. So he got stationed at the Pentagon as one of the presidential guards. This is the guy that was you know, tossing rifles around and folding flags at Arlington. But he was stationed at the Pentagon on the morning of 9-11. Imagine and, that. Yeah. And uh, so – one of the things that he did that day was pull bodies out of the building that was burning. And I talked to him privately one time and you'd be surprised. I'll just, I'll say this. You'd be surprised how many guys who were there that day, who were military, who were pulling bodies out. And if you look at the pictures, even today of the hole in the walls and you talk to those guys, they're like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way it happened that way. And so it just doesn't add up, period. I mean, no no matter how hard you you try to make it add up, you you just you you can put all the lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. In short, he gave me the wink, wink, nod, nod about what he really thought about 9-11 at the Pentagon. And that doesn't even count what we're talking about in Pennsylvania with that plane crashing. Well, There's nothing yeah, 93, there. Yeah. And, and let's, was, roll. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah, let's roll. Right. I was in San Francisco. Here's the weird part about that. I was in San Francisco on 9-11. Of all places, I was in San Francisco, and Flight 93 was bound for San Francisco. That's where it was headed. Right. And, uh, yeah, just the, the, the people, the families in San Francisco that were waiting for their loved ones to see them toyed with like that and to see them abused emotionally like that, to even suggest that that was an airplane that crashed in that site, I don't get it. I don't buy it. You can even look at – just look at the Twin Towers alone. 
Uh, you know, you have the wings, you have the aerial, you have, mm-hmm. you know, or not the aerial, the, uh, uh, shit, the stabilizer. Mm. You know, you, all that's showing in, in that crash. Now, so mm-hmm. be it, that was glass, but you're going through steel too. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd think in a, in a wall, you know, cement brick wall, mm-hmm. you would see some remnants. The motors would be sitting right there if, if, if the case that the wings folded in, as they try to say, happened. Those motors would have been on the exterior of that. They would have ripped off before the wings folded. Those in. motors are made of titanium. Right. And they would have ripped off, and it would have been huge pieces of motor and fire on that grass. When was your – when did you – I mean, when did you start really paying attention mm. to this? What was your beginning? What, oh, what was the, the, the awakening <laughs> moment? Was it 9-11? Was it prior to 9-11? Was it no. – you know, me, I was 2008. No. It was um, It was a little bit later for me. It was – it was it was the year we got Bin Laden. What was that? 2010? 12, 12. 12, I think it was. Yeah, somebody's going to have to look it up and post it in the chat room because I can't look it up right now. But anyway, I was working in Utah, and I discovered I was working for a newspaper out there, and I had never heard of Jack. I had never heard of weird, crazy conspiracy theories like, oh, what are these things? I was just doing my day job, and somebody sent me a link to a news story in an email to InfoWars. And I clicked on it. <laughs> always the opening. You know what? That's Shit. always the beginning, dude. I don't care who you're talking to. Yeah. If they if they are into talking about conspiracies, it starts there almost every yep. single time. Yep. So I started watching Oprah for a while and uh, just you <laughs> Oprah know, Jones. Yeah, and just uh, kind of like buying into it. And then you know, I don't know what it was. I, I was turned on to Jack through somebody that knew I was listening to Alex Jones. And I started listening to Jack and Alex Jones equally. And then I did my research, as Alex Jones would like you to do, and I discovered there was a rift between the two. And whenever you see two people who are doing pretty much the The same same thing, and there's a rift between them, there's a reason for it. So I started to research the rift, and I started to research more about Jones and his history. Um, Jack's kind of a a shadowy figure from a shadowy planet, so it was hard to find stuff on him. (laughs) But what I was finding on Alex Jones was rather unsavory. So it, it seemed like after about six months of Jones, all of a sudden my listenership between the two of them eclipsed. And I stopped actually at one point, and I and to this day I don't. I I might click on an Infowars every once in a while, you know, once, a broken clock's right once twice a year, a day. once a year maybe. Once mm-hmm. I clicked on one the other day, and it's the first time I've done that in a year. Right. I refuse to pay any attention to Alex Jones. I quit listening to him about right around when I started this. I, I met Scott Ledger. Uh, have you heard any of Scott shows? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I met Scott Ledger, and at the time I was that hardcore screaming truther type guy mm-hmm. you know like i just went around and i had to tell everybody about everything going on and scott calmed me down a little bit with that and as i started listening to him it made me realize a lot of the things that uh, jones was reporting was was good information but it was the way he reported it. and i started realizing it was more of a fear porn you know that's what it was it was to get you scared you know it was extravagant you had crying, you had all different kinds of things from him. And that's when I kind of filtered away from him. And I met Jack through Scott. So I didn't meet Jack until, well, I've never met Jack, but I didn't know Jack until probably twenty late 2012, early 2013. And he was doing the segment on Scott's show at the time. I brought him on as a guest a couple times, and we just kicked it off. And, and Jack's a... A very interesting individual. You know, I've been through a lot of things with to him. To say the least. <laughs> I, I love the guy to death. You know, he, he, 
he's educated me so well. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's an interesting individual, and it's it's hard to keep up with him sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the guy, and I appreciate that that you know, three years later, here I sit on on my station, his station, and another station, and and I support the guy more than than Alex Jones. I support the guy more than a lot of the people out there. And it, it's a sin because we're kind of seeing, I guess he's coming back in February, I'm seeing, that's, uh, floating that's, around. According to my Facebook posts or Facebook posts that I'm seeing, that's what uh, I'm hearing. And uh, he's been uh, putting a few feelers out there. So, yeah, that's what I hear. I hear he's coming back. Uh, well, I'm hoping so because I do miss his show. I miss he- having I just miss him. His way of, yeah. well, his way of delivering. You know, it really, I, I learned a lot from him and Scott Ledger, both of them. So, anyway, that's what brought me out of the Alex Jones thing. Now, I don't. I've never asked. I'm not a prior, you know. Mm-hmm. When it comes to people, I'm 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 working with. Pry away, man. You want? Well, I'm saying with like with Jack. You know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't really care what the reasoning is. I've seen some things that bothers me. I'm looking for a, a, a video. That's why I'm over here, like going back and forth. Cause I'm trying to find a video from Jones that I thought was great. And is this the one where the is, point. is this the one where he's uh where he's talking about Hillary or is it Trump? It's the uh, then and now. No, he's talking about not Trump or Hillary. He's talking about uh, Palin. Oh, Palin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. trying. I know I just posted it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that came out about a week ago. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. That's there it is. Okay. So as we're talking about that, I wanted to display why Palin says she's seriously interested in 2016 campaign. Hey, I'll say it. I, I want to display why. Um, I, I had to get away from him, and, and seeing this now really brings it brings it out and to the light. Palin says she's seriously interested in 2016 campaign. Hey, I'll say it. Palin's a lot better than Jeb Bush or uh, Chris Christie. She's the real deal. She's the real deal. Sarah Palin was chosen by Henry Kissinger to be the running mate of John McCain. John McCain is a pro-government bailout, pro-New World Order, anti-gun candidate. That's all you need to know about Sarah Palin. And that's why the system you know, attacks her because she's a woman. I mean, Sarah Palin is so much better. They are using her to take over the Tea Party movement. And they send in this floozy, this tart, to sit there and sell you on this. Now, she'd make a hell of a VP. That's a winning ticket right there. They all work for the same people. She'd make a hell of a VP. Obama's a puppet. Sarah Palin's a puppet. That's a winning ticket right there. They're all pieces of trash. Stop it. Stop being idiots. Oh, yeah. See, and I got to say, Greg, 2010 was about the tail end of when I you know, started moving away from him in a little bit. Yeah. And he was good before that. Like, I got great information, I felt, at least before that. You know, what really did it for me after, as I started to do my research about him and figure out who the hell he was, really at his core, at least what I thought his core was, what really did it for me was when he shouted down those folks on the steps. The gun, the the gun, gun rally. The gun rally video. When he shouted down an independent journalist and he shouted down those folks, that was when I said, oh, hell no. No, 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 no. And that's actually when I started doing deeper research into his, I mean, this guy's shadowy. His, li- his lineage. This, this guy's shadowy. Not just his lineage, but his youth. Um, he makes big hay about the fact that people go to his high school and try to research him. Well, you know what? If you set a true researcher loose on this guy, I will bet you that there are people who are out there in his hometown that would tell you stuff about him. Nobody's actually, I don't think anybody's actually done with deep research, with deep research, deep intelligence, deep contact, and, and honestly good reporting. I think it's a bunch of people who are keyboard warriors who are taking videos out of context and commenting on them about this guy. Nobody actually goes and checks him out. I would love 
to have $12 million in the bank and go hire somebody to be like, all right, motherfucker, go dig. Go dig for me. <laughs> Can you imagine Cruz, Palin? That's how they keep Republicans and Democrats on the reservation as moron idiot slaves. But, I mean, I've just I've listened to them both, read their writings. They're both really smart. You know, Miss Alaska, just total airhead puppet. The winning ticket is Ted Cruz, Sarah Palin, or look at how du- duplicitous she is. Rand Paul, Sarah Palin. I mean, just it it's, cannot be beaten. She has the most hardcore neocon talking points. They roll the tart out. They roll the milf out for everyone in the world to sit there salivating at this disgusting grandma. I'm sorry, I'm salivating. <laughs> All these old Republicans are going to sit there licking their lips, looking at Sarah Palin in her in her in, in her little hooker boots and her little hooker outfits, just drooling over her. I'm sorry, I'm having I'm having. Well, they call them precipitation dreams. I better stop right precipitation now. Precipitation. Ah. Look at how du- duplicitous she is. <laughs> Look how duplicitous she is. Look how duplicitous you are, my friend. Yeah, and that's just to see that put into the context like that. Yeah, you know, I know listeners, uh, you weren't seeing the dates, but the, I, I kind of tried. Hopefully, you heard the difference in the sound. So once I said it a couple times, you got it. Uh, it's. That's one of the things that, that questions me. And like you said, every once in a while, they have some good stories. You know, I shared an article that they had out, I don't know, two weeks ago. It was uh, the Mark Dice video or mm. something. You know, they're mm. always fun and entertaining. And somebody came back. Oh, you were just bashing him on Shannon's show the other day. Why, uh, why are you sharing his article? Well, again. Because he didn't write it. Mark Dice wrote it. Right. There's right. a big difference. Yeah. And, and you know what? I share the Washington Post, which I don't trust them. I share the New York Times. I share uh, the Salon. You know, mm-hmm. there's all. You have to look at them all. You have to understand what they're I'll even out. share a Fox News story once in a while if it's got good info that I can double check. I mean, geez. Uh, you have to. Yeah, well, now, now, just now for Slave. To tell you what, Slave, a bad Slave who's listening in, uh, I've actually met Palin when I lived up in Alaska right before Sean Parnell uh, took over as governor. She, of course, resigned. And you know what? She – I have to tell you what. She is sincere. She's not too bright, but she is sincere. I'll tell you that much. Sincere? That's what, that's what Bad Slave said. Bad Slave said uh, Palin strikes me as very sincere but just deluded about Zionism. Well, she's just stupid, too. Yeah, I mean, well, let's yeah. be honest. She's not too bright. It's just stupidity sometimes. Why is that not working? Oh man, what are you doing to me? Things are just not cooperating. I had a really I, I good thing going on there. Yeah, so I, I'm having computer issues in the studio here tonight. Greg's here. I like wanted to have everything set up just right, and my laptop died, which is like my main computer that I use. The for... rich shit dicks. See, and that one's giving me a delay over here. That guy's so funny. You ever see uh, uh, Steve, the DUI yeah. guy? Yeah. That That's who that is. Oh, nice. I, I love his. I used to play, because Saturday nights, I used to do my show on Saturday nights. It was me, my wife, and my best friend, uh, Forto, mm-hmm. Dave. Um, and we would do Saturday night shows. In the third hour, we started turning that into like the, all right, we've talked serious. We've yelled at each other. Let's get really drunk, yep. really stoned, and just have fun. Right. You know, so we'd play com- comedy clips and just co- try to have fun at that point in time. Uh, Greg, you know what we need to do? What's that? We need to take a break. I, like I, that. I need to go to the bathroom. I need another beer. Um, and we'll get into some stories because I know you brought some stories. I do want to talk. Cause I, I, yeah. I have been mentioning AI recently. I know that's one of the ones you got on your list. You know, will they be your CEO or maybe even write your speeches? If you're like me and you want to live out in nature, they won't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's where we all actually like to live if we could only get there. Um, safely and quietly. It's a big jungle down here. It is a big jungle. I love it down here. I do. 
I absolutely love it. All right, guys, you're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, Radio Chaos. Actually, it's not RadioFreeBlood.com anymore. It's uh, MixLR.com, RadioFreeBlood. So if you want to find that there and other shows he has, you can find that there. Radio Chaos, uh, the SHFT.com, I think you can get linked to them through there. So, again, I thank you guys. Uh, the first 52 will be back with you momentarily. Look at my crayon out. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Reyes. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I meant Four Toad. Sure. Oh, or no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, that's how like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex.
If you call into an internet radio station and complain to the host he's playing devil music, you might be Buzzard Bob. Don't be like this guy. Go to teespring.com forward slash D-O-N hyphen T hyphen B-E hyphen A hyphen Buzzard hyphen Razzle Live and buy one of these t-shirts. Or just go to tf52.com and click on the Don't Be a Buzzy t-shirt. It's only $21.99. That's cheaper than a bottle of Buzzy Shine. That tastes like shit! Get yours now, as you only have until February 11th to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. RazRadioLive.com, the simple power of truth. Hey, this is Steve from The Chocolate Drop. And if you haven't heard the show lately, here's a little bit of what you've been missing. My week is over, thank God. I slap you again. Huh? There ain't no cameras in here. Um, I, I don't know what her problem was. Why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain. <laughs> and they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> um, I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. RazRadioLive.com and Salty Talk Radio. We talk about kidnapped, abducted, falsely imprisoned, tortured, and threatened with further torture without charge, without trial. Even many soldiers had said to me afterwards, was a hell if you weren't a terrorist when you came in here, by the time you leave, I'm sure you would be because of the way you've been treated. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of September the 11th. Malicious lies that attempt to shift the blame away from the terrorists themselves. Away from the guilty. People are always asking me, Yo, Gemini, what's your angle? Are you a devil or an angel? And I say both, as I continue to blame the Knights Templar and the Hospitallers. The real reason New York lost their towers. Don't sit back or hesitate to react to the impact. Many taking a nap. In fact, they would fake an attack to make way for the Patriot Act. Some say, hey, it ain't safe to say that, but it's the same game. Different name on the map as they place blame. And they aim at a rack. It's a damn shame because they never claimed the hijack. Following the fiddle, one would have found hero. The town hero responsible for ground zero. Objects in the mirror close and they appear so clear. Your ear to hear the sound of fear grow. Beware the evil, the dragon, and the ego. And footage that they show that we are forced to see slow. Persecuted and disputed because of the queen. All the strings that control these kings come from below. Observe the nerve of this dark heart government. Thinking they can devoid a spark with another mint. Walk right up, take the ark of the covenant. The cards have been pulled by the shark and I'm loving it. Look hard and you will find seven. Head to the beast behind 9-11. Wrapped in fine even John Lennon couldn't imagine this modern day Armageddon We've been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning There is a chance for the President of the United States To use this disaster 
to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once, and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. From junior to senior, the crapper Prescott to the Nazi mouse house, and the center at Epcot. Let's not forget the messed up mascot. Skull and bones digging up Geronimo's rest spot. These fallen bones are not alone in their upset plot. These dark gnomes are proto so I take my best shot. With the heart of stones, they are prone to never get caught. Is there a cool phone details and emails on your desktop? Many be growing up gaudy like Mayor Giuliani. Practicing karate with the Illuminati. I'm Tonto Kimosabi, who's quick to kill somebody. For the love of mud honey or a little blood honey. I don't find these thugs funny, they sell drugs to bugs funny. Not that it's any of my business that I'm his adapty ducks funny. Just hide it when they Laugh at me and what my dreadlocks done When they kill tiny children Left many building blocks bloody The square and the compass and the almanac Are you aware that they're amongst us And it's all an act Some Yeza and his Ezzelub Now come crawling back Drove to Bohemian Grove Dressed all in black A serpent king worshipping a stone owl The dragon Ronald Reagan ain't Colin Powell Flipping scripture like Vanna White Showing a vowel We have to plan to fight And never throw in the towel We've been ambushed Pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed To know the ledge Pledge allegiance Not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed Pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed To know the ledge Pledge allegiance Not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning Remember this Your government funded and trained Al-Qaeda The Supreme Court's ruling that said That uh, we must conduct ourselves Under the common article 3 of the Geneva Convention And that common article 3 says that you know, There will be no outrages upon human dignity it's, it's, it's like, it's very vague. What does that mean? Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Yes, baby. Woo, baby. Having me some fun tonight. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, Radio3Blood.com, and uh, Radio Chaos. It is still January 26th. That won't change tonight. I can promise you that. At least not till midnight. Then maybe it'll be another day. I still got Greg Knight in the studio. Greg, you over there? Hey, man. There we go. We got him still hanging with us. I appreciate everybody tuning in over at the Radio Free Blood side, Radio Chaos, and of course, the home place, Raz Radio. You know, we're going to actually discuss some topics, I think, now. I, I think we, we, we wanted to move into the, the discussion of topics, Greg, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you came prepared. You printed out news articles that you wanted to reference to. You, you, you want to... We're going to get serious, I guess I'm saying. For a little bit, at least. Don't sound a sheet. This what you got. Everything's in Ocotonito, baby. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite songs. You know, what movie is this from? I, oh, you would ask me that. Uh, my dad would know. Uh, I'll tell you this. A governor was in this movie. Was it Governor of Louisiana? Uh, nope, nope, nope. Oh, I don't know. He got me. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator, the first one. Was this in the first Predator? Yep, when they're flying in in the helicopter. Okay. They're having a good old time in the helicopter, getting ready to go kill the Predator. Okay. <laughs> See, I grew up on this music, so I just love it. I don't know. When I think helicopter scenes and going to kill shit, I'm thinking Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Ride, Now? Ride of the Valkyries. Well, then you also have um, if I, Ride of the Valkyries. I don't think I've ever... I don't, I've actually never dun, seen Apocalypse dun, dun, Oh, okay, dun, yes, dun, yes, dun, okay. yes, 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 yes. I'm with you now. I've never seen the movie, but I do, though, the scene you're speaking of. Oh, it's a great, it's a great well, scene. <laughs> that was in, uh, it was in a war movie recently, within the past 20 years, where they're all sitting 
uh, in the theater right before they get dispatched to go somewhere. I wish I could remember what horror movie that was. You talk about Jarhead? Was it Jarhead? Jarhead. Were they were they riding to combat with the? They actually get but, there, but, and, but before they go, they're watching the movie in the movie theater. Yeah, that's that's the one. They're watching Ride of the Valkyries. That's okay. that's dun da 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 da, and then they ride in and blow the shit out of Vietnam. Yeah, well, I don't imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Not another fake war. I know, right? War with no purpose. That was my dad's fake war. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, well, I mean, I I served. I never got dispatched. I never had to go anywhere. I was reserve and National Guard for mm. six years, three each. Yeah. Uh, so I never got sent out. I joined at 17, and I dropped boots in Iraq and spent 17 days there. The first round? Yeah, first round. 17 days, and I never left the chow line, I don't think. I'm <laughs> <laughs> serious, man. We dropped in on an airplane. We landed. We got our orders. We sat there and waited for the big hurrah to go into Baghdad and kill Saddam, and it never came. So that was the sum, but I got a cool medal out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, yeah, you got to get the medals. Went, I mean, to, went to Iraq, and all I got is this shitty medal. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of going into war if you're right? not going to get a medal? That right. was, I mean, I was a sea cadet. My my first introduction to the military. Have you ever heard of the Sea Cadets? Are we talking about uh, the Sea Cadets, L. Ron Hubbard Sea Cadets? No, no, no. no. Okay. This is uh, Navy League. Related. Oh, Navy League. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a program for you're either a, a League Cadet, which is uh, t- nine to twelve, mm. or you're a Sea Cadet, which is thirteen to eighteen. And I did that for thirteen to eighteen, and that was my first introduction in the military. I. When I got out of high school, I didn't like. I wanted to go to the military, but I didn't, so I didn't do anything with it. And I ended up having a kid straight out of high school, which is why I'm a grandpa now today. <laughs> which you, you, my, that one lives up north. You met the youngest, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I ended up joining the military. I was 24, and I wanted to be a cop. Believe it or not, <laughs> I wanted to be a cop. It's funny you say, that. and that's why I went in the military. Was to become a cop, you know, because you either had that military service or, or a college degree. And I hate school. I didn't want to go to college. You know, culinary school was the closest thing I was going to come to that. <laughs> and even then, to, to, in order to become a chef, you still have to have the math classes and all the crap to get the degree. You know, so I ended up not even finishing that because I didn't want to do the stupid math or language or anything. I just I didn't enjoy school ever. Ever enjoyed school? You see, I wanted to be an FBI agent. My dad was a my dad's a retired Navy SEAL. He's a retired officer in the Navy SEALs, and he had me. Con- and that was then. This is now. He's a he's a grizzled old hippie living in the middle of Nevada now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like freaking Santa Claus, not uh, Don Shipley. But you know, he had me convinced at that young age that that was the right way to go. So I wanted to be an FBI agent. So first thing I did, I was 16 years old. I went down to the FBI field office in downtown Seattle to take the test for file clerk because that's how when you're in high school, that's how you. Start your career path in the FBI. You start out as a file clerk. Then you graduate high school. You go to college. FBI can sometimes get you scholarships to this. You get out of college and then you go to Quantico. You become an FBI agent. Well, that was the path I wanted to take. So I take my happy ass down to the federal building, take the test. Well, the test involved me sitting there with a bunch of other folks watching a video and it's a bank robbery. They want you to sit there and watch this bank robbery video and, and pick record, out details. Pick out details. Yep. Yeah, take notes. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, test is over. Go have lunch. Come on back. We'll give, get your results to you. So I go down to the local sub shop, get my lunch. Remember, I'm 16 years old. Go get my Subway sandwich. Come back up to the FBI office in the federal building in downtown. And I walk into the office to meet with the proctor. And she's like, mm, Mr. Knight, we have a problem. I'm like, what? At that point, I was like, what? Um, <laughs> You know, and and they're like, well, unfortunately, we screwed up and we gave you the test for special agent. 
not for file clerk. You sat in the wrong test. I'm like, oh, okay, well, just give me the real test. Well, we can't do that. You have to wait 30 days because of our fuck up. Oh, okay. So I embarked at that point on a life of crime and dr- cocaine and drugs. <laughs> well, hey, that's the government for you, though. They mess up, and then you have to wait. That's yeah. the way it always works. It's yeah. the way it always will work. Um you know, something I've, I've, I've talked about a few times over the past couple weeks, and it, it happens to be one of the stories you brought. And I know I've seen stories on the Drudge Report this past week about uh, will your, your next CEO be a, a robot? Uh, artificial intelligence, the growth of artificial intelligence, the positives and the negatives to artificial intelligence. I, we've reviewed that. We've discussed it uh, on, on, on you know, multiple different occasions. So now you're coming up with an article, and I didn't get to read it, so I'm going to let you really yeah. present it, but I'm going to kind of throw out what I got out of it just from reading the headline and scanning through it real fast is uh, basically a lot of these speeches we may be hearing or in the future possibly speeches we hear may be ghostwritten and not by a human, not, not by somebody who right. has rational thought but might actually be done by computer. That's correct. I, one of the things that anybody who's ever listened to any of the reporting I've done for either with you or with Jack or with others is, is that I'm always – I'm a naturalist. I'm a big believer in, uh, in technology being reined in and controlled. And it seems like, at least from my perspective and with my research that I've done, is that one of the major problems we have in the world today – all across the world, whether you're in sub-Saharan Africa or you're inner city New York or you're down here in Southwest Florida, especially here in Southwest Florida. I mean, I can't believe how techno savvy this part of the country is. Everybody is wired in all the time. I, don't, I haven't seen that. Well, that's places. a lot of rich people around yeah, here. Don't yeah. forget a lot, a lot of screen time. Yeah. And so one of the things that is coming about now, and it's already happened in the world of journalism. Um, myself being a longtime TV and, and newspaper journalist, I've seen this happen where you're getting algorithms and algorithms are these basically these mathematical formulas that programmers use to generate content, whether that be video or audio or in this case, text. And basically all you have to do is put the rules of English into a computer along with a dictionary and a few rules based upon how news has been written in the past. So, it's basically like cloning a news story. And so, so basically yeah. what you're saying here is, is um, and just off of that, what you just said in general, mm-hmm. uh, we have F- what a lot of people call FBI book or Facebook. We've got Twitter. Mm-hmm. We've got all these different things where we're sharing our thoughts, our beliefs, our, our, our basic mindset. So are these computers possibly going to be using that to, to help encourage us to go down the, the, the route of this specific candidate or that specific right, candidate right well facebook is a, is the is the best example facebook and twitter i think are the best examples because they're the biggest and they're also and google as well every google search that you do if you're logged into your gmail account or you're logged into google chrome while you do a google search and google knows everything about you that you've told them and can correlate your phone number your address they also know what you're searching for. They know what kind of porn you're watching. They know what you're shopping for online. I hope they don't know what kind of porn I'm watching. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but they know where you're, they know what map searches you're doing. They know where you're going. So all of that information, anybody who's listened to my show, my stuff with Jack on Jack's show, I did a story about the Utah data center with him. There's this big data center that's owned by the NSA. Google's working with them in, in a lot of ways to collate this data. So the, the, the people searching 
through technology is generating this content, this information about what we are and what we do and what we want. Now, in terms of the AI being used in politics, when you have these computer programs or these computers that can take the rules of English, that can take political concepts that are punched into you, like you hit a button, I want a socialist message uh, written in English with a female persuasion point of view. They are coming up now with programs that can do that, that can tailor make a speech for a politician based on a set of demographics that are t- that are punched into this device. So we no longer have the the great speeches of JFK or the mm. great speeches of, of uh, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln or John or George W. or uh, right. not George W. Bush. Yeah, uh, definitely not. George Washington. <laughs> you know, these are now just uh teleprompter readers as we've been saying about obama for the past eight years mm-hmm. uh th- 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 this could literally get into the psyche of individuals to help control a society that's correct and and one of the researchers that's involved in this has said that in order to start training a machine learning algorithm that he first had to build a database he had to create one of about four thousand different political speeches from past political candidates or presidents or senators and that he got 53 congressional floor debates in the u.s all together and word for word shoved them into this database of his and that's helping to generate these upcoming you know speeches see that this is a bad end of ai in my opinion Mm -hmm. you know by far this is not something because again it's tailored to a group of people It, it can literally be written to ensure that you get the wanted response from a specific population of people. That's correct. You can tailor make a speech for like, say you're speaking to a group in middle of nowhere in Nebraska. The next night you might be in Cleveland, Ohio, if you're a political or candidate. Or New York City. Or New York City. You could tailor make that speech based on a number of different variables, including if you've got access, and I'm sure Google's got a way of selling you something akin to access to their database. It, you could tailor make that speech to whatever group you're talking to and we're human. We're kind of stupid. You're going to listen to it. And Unfortunately, it. too many Americans aren't yeah. too stupid yeah. anymore. Exactly. Well, what, what's your take on the the speaking of stupid Americans? Uh, the whole Flint, Michigan issue with the water situation there. You know, the water's brown now. We're worried about it, but people don't really raise a, a hair when there's uh, you know fluoride or or chlorine or right. whatever else are adding to it. So. Have you thought about yeah, that issue at all? A little bit. You know, the, the thing about it is, is that the water up in Flint, and personally, I, I've I've got an opinion about that. It's definitely governmental. It's a governmental lapse. It's a government agency. Go figure. Lapsing in their ability. <laughs> they would never do that, no, Greg. Come never, on, don't, no, don't, don't, don't say no. that. But it's also a case where you're going to see that water is shit brown. It looks like you're not going to drink it. But if I go back home to Naples tonight and I turn on my tap water, that water's chlorinated. Right. And it's probably fluoridated for all I know. I haven't checked into it yet. We're not in Charlotte County. I can guarantee you that. I'm not sure about, about Collier County, hand. but uh, I know we're not fluoridated here. So I can drink your water. You can, well, it's still chlorinated. Chlorinated, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. But you can you can look at the water coming out of the taps in Flint, Michigan, and other towns that are surrounding, and you can see that it's brown and it's not potable. You can't drink the stuff, can't cook with it. But if you turn on your water in Sydney, Nebraska, or Seattle, Washington, and it's clean-looking, clear doesn't smell too bad. It smells a little bit like a pool. It actually had shit in it at one time, but that's okay. It did, yeah, but, you know, it looks okay. You know, kind of, you know, it just looks all right. You can drink it. It's safe. It's clear. Why not? Yeah, it's like Mm, vodka. It's like vodka. Just drink it down. But that's. might burn a little bit when it goes down. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that, you know, it's, it's psychosomatic for people. They're going to look at this brown, shitty water in Michigan and be like, oh my God, we're going to freak out. But 
it's the sight. It's the things that aren't seen. It's right. the, it's that's what I think is going on. Kind of like chemtrails. Well, yeah. they're seen, but yeah. nobody wants to see them. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. We could probably go down massive tangents with that. And I do. I do have a correction. Mm. Um, Predator actually had two governors in it. I did. Yeah, Jesse Ventura ah. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Yep. Ding, okay. ding, 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 ding. Thank you, Ledger. He sent me that message. Made sure uh, we got that information. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> uh, so, all right, back to AI. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always reference uh, movies like. Um, well, Terminator, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but you can go to iRobot. Uh, there's multiple. Di- Minority Report is probably the closest to where we're headed, I think, in terms of thought crime, in terms as of. As far as AI yeah. interference or, or intermingling with law enforcement. Intermingling with law enforcement and also intermingling with the, uh, the capitalist state. Um, if you look, if you watch that movie, for any of you who have not seen it, I won't do a spoiler on you, but essentially it was a world where you just walking down the street. Via you, via your Google search or your internet searches in the past, the great big wide web knows what you like, knows what you shop for. So you're walking down the street or through a mall, the scanner reads your eyes, it knows who you are, and boom, all of a sudden, on a big screen is an advertisement just for you saying, hey, Mr. Raspatello, we think you like beer. Well, that's like, you know, we saw this a year or two ago at Christmas time where some of the malls and stuff were using these, they were interacting with your phone, not, not your eye. You know, they were interacting with your phone and, and sending you special ads as you walk past the store and different things like that. I don't know if you remember that. I do. I do. And and Outclass just posted a, a story. Maybe you should call in and talk to us about it. I guess something's going on down in uh, Desert Vista High School in Arizona. I'd like to hear about that if you're so inclined to call in. But, yeah, it's it's a situation where the great big cloud, and the cloud is starting to get bigger, and mm. it's starting to get darker as far as I'm concerned. The cloud... Essentially, if you imagine a great big bubble full of information, and within that bubble are little tinier bubbles with your name on it. And each one of those little tinier bubbles has the encapsulated search history of everything you've ever done on the Internet. Right. When that comes to be, and then you start to – that, when that gets to be intermingled. Well, you can't say when it comes to be. I mean, we already see yeah. it now. If you go to Google yeah, yeah. and do a search on my computer, yeah. when I pick up my phone and go to do a search on my phone – It's right there. Th- th- yeah, that result or that, that search is yep. now in my you know favorites yep. or my search – Shit. What I'm trying to say is when it comes to be mingled with the mechanical form of AI, which is something that is cutting edge. And DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, honestly the most evil group. Those good guys. Of, yeah, yeah, the most evil group of people on the face of the earth as far as I'm concerned. They're the ones that are – if you think about it, in Terminator, they're the ones that actually built. That, that's DARPA. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're the ones that would have Skynet. built that. Skynet, yeah. yeah. So when you combine what DARPA is doing in terms of mechanical AI, because there's two concepts in AI. There's content, which is Google, and then there's the mechanical, electromechanical, physiomechanical. So the automated cars yeah, and yeah. anything else they're trying to push on us right now. Neural networking is really where it's going to make a big difference because uh, – and uh, I, try, I try not to ever be – positive about people leaving the face of this earth i try to always respect life but the world (laughs) lost a horrible person today um, marvin minsky who is considered one of the fathers really of artificial intelligence passed away today Um, he he helped to develop the the thought of these two schools the school of what is content what is what is ai actually going to think about and spew out and process and how are we going to do it in this physical world he's gone is that a good thing or a bad thing, though? I, well, I, 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 I was kind of working on a few things yeah, there, and I missed, yeah, you know, of, it's like when we talk about are they going to actually do geoengineering? Is mm-hmm. it a good thing or a bad thing when they do mm-hmm. it? 
uh, with these scientists or these these great minds, they didn't they haven't developed the end of the world yet. So maybe it's better that they die off before they get to do that. Well, unfortunately, he didn't because Ray Kurzweil, who is uh, one of the greatest futurists, and I use that term greatest loosely, um, he did create and invent the Kurzweil synthesizer, which I've played. Great, great keyboard. Love it. But his thoughts on AI can kiss my ass. Um, this this whole marriage of machines with humans is just something I can't buy into. It, it didn't work for this world for... Well, transhumanism I yeah. would never buy into. And that's what these people are looking at. AI is the ultimate transhumanism. I understand the, the, the positivity that they'll try to share. You know, hey, listen, if we can uh, interlink the brain... With a computer chip, we can now rebuild you an arm that'll work perfectly normal as if it was there all the time, and right. it, it's all robotic. Sure. Um, so th- there is a positive to that. Now we pulled up a video here, and, and I haven't heard this video. It's about three minutes long. We'll see where it this, goes. This is a good example. This is a dialogue between Kurzweil back in the eighties. There was a documentary that Kurzweil made about Minsky, and Minsky, Kurzweil considered him his only mentor. So anybody that researches at all, Ray Kurzweil, know that it came from this guy. Ray, some very intelligent scientists have now begun speculating that maybe we're living in a simulation. Is there any coherence to this? Well, first of all, it's not not clear there's much difference between a simulation and reality. Uh, Sometimes I talk about we'll be able to simulate human intelligence, and then some philosophers come and say, well, that's a simulation, and that's not the real thing. And if you simulate something as precise as the original thing, I don't think actually there is a difference. Uh, this universe could have been created by some super intelligence in another universe. So, so maybe we're the whole, our whole universe is a junior high school science experiment of some super intelligent junior high school student in another universe, and maybe she won't get such a good grade given the way things are going. But, <laughs> but still, it's a real universe, and it follows certain laws as best we can tell and maybe that junior high school student intervenes sometimes you know if we actually were able to contemplate that intelligence that junior high school student it would seem like a god from any perspective that you know the religious texts talk about but that's a plausible scenario because we will get to a point where our civilization will be sublimely intelligent and we may actually be able to create another universe because we'll have enough command of of physical interactions Another possibility is that our, our universe actually runs on a computer because people have examined physical laws as a set of computational processes. And it's, it's really quite plausible to say our, our universe is a computer. We have this idea, at least in the Western philosophies, that what, what really is true of the universe, that fundamentally it's a bunch of stuff. It's a bunch of particles and energy and it's real physical stuff. And the stuff can maybe represent information, but basically it's stuff. Well, maybe fundamentally it's not stuff. It's fundamentally information. And what we call stuff, like particles and electrons and protons, these are just manifestations of of information structures. And the most fundamental aspect of the universe is it. All right, Greg. What I'm taking fear. Hold on, let me get rid of this guy here for a moment. Please do. (laughs) I had to listen, and and I was was really listening. I took a few notes here as he was talking. Mm. And one of the biggest things that grabbed me, and and this is going to sound weird. I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound weird. But I've always had this kind of side belief that we as human beings 
are are more of an experiment that we were we're kind of the the rat in the maze. We were put here by an alien creature or or maybe you know we were brought here because we were the bad people of 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 a specific planet and this was our prison. We were sent here and and things are done to bring the valleys the the, the you know it's like an experiment. We're always up and down and up and down in life. Life is never consistent. Now he brought up God and and how you know that that child that that high school experiment that we might be would appear to be a God. Now I'm I'm agnostic. I'm not going to say I'm atheist, but I'm agnostic. I, I I believe there's something more than this, but I don't claim to have any understanding of what it is, and I don't believe that any of the religions presented to me give me any clear understanding of it. I would agree with you um, in terms of agnostic versus atheist. I'm definitely not an atheist, but I'm also a prove it kind of guy. I right. believe that if, <clears throat> if show me the video, show me the video. <laughs> and, and if Jesus Christ tomorrow starts descending out of the sky, but I also hear Quranic verses bellowing and I see other things in the sky, I'm going to be damn sure to check to see if there's any airplanes flying by shooting out lasers. Right. Uh, Project Bluebeam for all of you that want to research that. Uh, yeah, don't but, forget, soda machines have been made to send, <laughs> yeah. send advertisements as you walk past it that you can exactly. only hear in that certain thing. Exactly. I think that uh, I, I root, I try to root, since I, I tend to think of myself as a rather honest journalist, I try to root all of my reporting and all of my understanding of the world, even beyond my job, in the scientific method. Right. And the scientific method applies here on Earth. We've, we've known that... We wouldn't know – this guy wouldn't know what he knows or think what he thinks without the scientific method. Therefore, it works. Right. Now, it may not work on the moon. It may not work on Mars. It may not work on Alpha Centauri, but uh, it works uh, right here. Unfortunately, some of the things they're trying to do may not work here. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. I mean, if we're talking geoengineering mm-hmm. or, or some of the, the GMO foods or just anything we're trying to use science, you know, sometimes – and I don't know why humanity can't get this because I understand this. Sometimes – over interjecting into the environment, the world, the, the, the species around you mm-hmm. does a hell of a lot more damage than than just letting whatever the consequences be be. Exactly. If you look at humans, and this is a long held belief. I, my dad kind of instilled this in me as a kid. If you look at the world, the entire planet, for the most part, not necessarily counting Native Americans, Native Alaskans, the folks of the northern countries, the icy countries who are – and this is, remember, pre-technology. Right. We're going back to – you know, had to build electri- a fire if yeah, you wanted to be warm. And you better know how. Right. And know how to fish and hunt. But you're looking at a situation where wherever you put human beings in a large mass in a metropolitan area – Shit always goes south. We are the only creature on the face of this earth that shits in its own water system. Well, remember, a lot of that was created on purpose. I, I honestly yeah. believe a lot of the, the urban ghettos we see now, uh, and I grew up outside Philadelphia. Camden, New Jersey was you know, a 20-minute drive from my house. Don't swim in the river. <laughs> you, don't want to swim. you don't want to go in Camden. What, 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 is that, what is that big river you guys got there in Jersey that's so polluted? Um, that's the... Uh, God, I've been gone for so long. I can't. Uh, Schuylkill. Yeah. Well, Schuylkill I, I heard a radio show on the way into your to your studio today that actually, if you catch fish from that river, 
I guess there's tilapia out there for some reason. Yeah, well, you don't eat tilapia, well, period. Well, yeah, but if you, ca- if you catch tilapia from that river and then you turn it in, there's like a program the government's funding, by the way, the fish turn-in program out of your river out there in, in New Jersey. You turn the fish in, you get equal weight of fresh fish that's not contaminated. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's are you really bad me? when you got to do that. That's oh. like they just passed a law in Jersey, and this is one of the things I had pulled up uh, to, t- to discuss. But they just passed a law in New Jersey that makes it illegal for the cops to arrest kids for charging the shovel snow out of somebody's driveway. Yep. They had to pass a law to to stop the harassment of the kids. And I didn't even talk about Officer White tonight. Uh, Officer White from Gainesville. I don't know if you've seen the the video going around. I haven't seen that. Is it new? Uh, Yeah. Playing basketball. Okay. He got called out for a disturbance call. It was like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. He rolls up. There's some kids playing basketball on the street. He goes over, he starts shooting hoops with him, mm-hmm. you know, having a good time. All this is caught on his dash camera. About a week and a half, two weeks later, Shaq shows up at the police department. Goes Sha- at- the Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. The Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, right. he shows up at the police department. They go out to the kids. They play basketball. Shaquille gives them all a couple hundred bucks, you know, basket shots for a couple hundred bucks. And, and everything is good. Now, I'm not big on sharing what I believe to be propaganda videos because you see it all the time at Christmas at Thanksgiving. The cops are out buying turkeys or Christmas gifts and blah, blah, blah. I'd rather kick it with the Hells Angels giving out the turkeys right. and the cops. And that's propaganda. <laughs> but when I watched this video, I didn't, I didn't get that propaganda feel. You know, like you watch something, you go, man, that's just, that's just so staged. Has or... Officer White been fired yet? No, oh, no, okay. no. <laughs> Actually, they're using him as a good example. And that's why I feel positive oh, about okay. this story. Um, they're, they're really, it's, it, Shaquille didn't want any promotion. All the video of it was just accidental video that was, uh, cell phone videos and stuff of, of it going on. It wasn't news crews or anything like that. And, uh, it just felt real to me, you know, and I, trust me, I bash the cops hard. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I bash cops really hard. Didn't I ask you for advice on cops here in Southwest Florida before yeah. I got here? Yeah, and you know, yeah. where you're at, I don't know them that well, but I knew they're a little rougher there than here. All I got to do is wear my work shirt and they love me. No, there you go. We're, See, we're the darlings of our community. It's good stuff. Well, again, rich community you're living in now. I know, right? <laughs> All right, oh. let's take a quick break here. Uh, we're yeah. gonna, we're, I got to go to the bathroom again. I need another fresh beer. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into some more stuff. If you guys want to call, 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one. We'll gladly take your calls. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. Why not? It would be a blast to just have a conversation with some of you weirdos out there listening to us. All right, guys. First fifty-two. RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood. Uh, Mix LR, and then of course uh, Radio Chaos. We'll be back in a couple. Day with no one else to snuggle up to, but in the end, we like to split 
to get through the day We on the news constantly Killing each other Mothers and brothers Then we blame it on the man Say you gotta do it all for the struggles I'm asking the G for a better day To fill the world with peace No pain for days Shout out to all the lights still shining Cause the weight of the world can pull the wool over your eyes Let's ride into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at razradiolive.com we answer right away and pow you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts no screeners no delays try it now 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one, and avoid nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Just because we called for help and you came an hour later, maybe you was 
extra busy stopping criminal acts. Some even said you pull people over because they black. All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us. And I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us. They had to be wrong if you busted in their residence. They even lied and said you created fictional evidence. I gotta commend how you handle situations. Shot a youngster, beat his mama, and got a paid vacation. I know it's hard being you, so why would they question? In everything you do, we know it's all for our protection. Passing through our neighborhoods, spying at night. Some consider it harassment and denying our rights. You had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us. Cause I know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was. Kind of struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick. Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause their car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority you qualify for this why would we question your authority you only working hard following training why the hell are the mexicans and blacks complaining you gotta be the closest thing i've seen the perfect and everybody that you locked up they had to deserve it yeah Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, 
what a wonderful world. Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. And clouds white, the bright day. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52, RavsRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, and Radio Chaos. What kind of world are we really living in? You know, as I was saying before, what I saw from those officers, and from Officer White in Gainesville, impressed me. It's all we really need to do. To, to correct all this is if we acted a little more human being. If we actually cared about each other. About the fellow human. I don't care what color they are. I don't care how they talk. I don't care what nation they're from. They still have a heart beating in their chest. They still have a brain in their head. Maybe they're not using it, but you can't hold that against them. Why can't we get to a point where we're doing that more? Why can't we be... You know, a little more human. Greg, you know, that's, can't we be more human? We can. So how do we become more human? Well, that's a tough question. I think for everybody it's a different answer. It depends upon what you want, what your goals and dreams are as a human. For me, and for a lot of folks I know, my upbringing was out in the woods, out in nature. So for me, that's what does it. That's what does it is being away from, honestly away from, Society in a lot of ways, but still having to be a part of it and just do it right. And like you, I care for my fellow human being, but as much as any other guy, but don't get in my way. And a lot of people try to get in each other's way today. And well, to you, you got to have the bigger dick. I mean, you got to be able to wave the dick around and have the bigger dick, or else you're not a real man. Well, well really. speak, speaking of big dicks, um, <laughs> oh, all right. I have to tell Let's you, I go too I've, far into the big dick conversation here. I've never seen so many jacked up trucks as I have seen in South Florida. Yeah, oh, you'll get that, especially down where you're at, man. You got a lot of money, and you got a lot of just redneck. Yeah, I mean, you know, I saw I saw this truck today. I could I'm six foot four, and I could have almost walked under this motherfucker. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, redneck money is really just scary. It can it can get very. You get oh, used to it, dude. You'll see a oh lot of that down God. here. And don't get me wrong. If I had the money, I'd have one of those trucks too. Oh, I'd have a. Te- I saw a Tesla for the first time this week. That's what you're saying. I'd yeah. never seen a Tesla. Now I've seen three or four in this week. But it's just I look at that car and I'm like, really? That's a hundred and thirty thousand dollars sitting right there. <laughs> Wait till you wait till the Ferrari passes you on seventy five oh, or oh. something. Oh no 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 no! And, and I'm I'm seriously convinced that, and I'm going to become one of them eventually because I'm not leaving Florida, man. They'll have to carry me out of here. I, I think. love it here, dude. I really but do. Y'all drive crazy down here. I'm serious. I'm going down. I, I never speed, and that works in Utah. That works in California. I'm going seventy in a seventy, and some buddy drives by me at a hundred, flipping me off. <laughs> like really. <laughs> Just follow the rules of the road. Stay to the right. Yeah. You know, stay in the middle lane or the right lane. You'll be all right. Just stay out of everybody's way. You know, I used to drive like a total because I was an ambulance driver. Yeah, I was a truck driver in the military. I was always taught to drive aggressively. Everything mm-hmm. I've ever done, I was taught to drive aggressively. Right. And I was very aggressive for a very, very long time. And I finally calmed down recently. Uh, speaking of. Uh, during the break, six one seven area code tried giving us a call. And before I could have answered it, uh, but with the computer being a down right now, I couldn't answer it because I needed that, that line for a rejoin. But if you want to call back, 617 area code, I will answer as soon as you call. Oh, wait, 
they left us a voicemail, but it's only three seconds long. So which I means they hung up as soon as they got scared. Yeah. So don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. Call back. I, I apologize. I just under the conditions I'm working, I'm down a computer, which is making my world uh, really <laughs> frustrating over here. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, don't forget also uh, tonight at eight o'clock we'll be cutting out of here about you know, ten of or so. Uh, you got Scott Ledger, Dangerous Conversation. He'll be uh, grabbing the stream, and you'll be able to hear all his rhetoric, just as you can listen to my rhetoric, uh, more than likely a lot better than I present it. But that's because he's been doing it a lot longer. So make sure you check out Dangerous Conversation. Go to the website, RazRadioLive.com, and uh, check the show schedule. We've got a lot of shows. We have over 45 hours, if not more, of programming live every week. Uh, so you just got to figure out when it's on. I invite you to, to check out some of the other shows. We've got, you know, all my guys. I don't agree with all of them, but they all do really good shows, in my opinion. Ooh, who might this be? Uh, so we're going to take some phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for everything to connect and get proper to where I need it to be. Uh, but yeah, 941 will add you in. We can take multiple calls. Uh, just keep in mind that when I answer you, you're live. So just be quiet until we really bring you up. And, uh, and and start talking to you. Because I got Jeff right now. Natty Jeff, I'm guessing this is. What is going on? It's kind of weird. I can see you. I see you in the studio. Yeah, there you go. That That's me. Wait, see, yeah. I am real. I'm, I'm a real person. Wait, is there a camera around here? Is it on me? Turn no, that thing off. It's on, it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hear you got quite the setup down there. I'm a little jealous. I'm doing my little thing with Mixler and nothing else, man. Well, you know, we'll get you up there. I, I've got time slots available. I want all you guys, anybody out there who does a show, listen. I, I I always consider my station to be the learning spot. I've had people that have gone on to bigger things from here, um, and most of us just kind of stay here. So if you're doing a show, Jeff, which I know you are, and anybody else listening who might be thinking about or doing a show, please, I'll help you get through it. We'll get you set up, and you'll figure it out. It's It's pretty simple. Well, I find it to be therapeutic, and I think for uh, to do it is therapeutic. It was therapeutic enough just finding shows like this, you know, and uh, uh, because you know what you you said about us weirdos out here. When you first figure out that the world ain't like they told you, it's, um, you know, it's a bit to take in. And then you tend to not be able to have the same conversation that you'd like to with certain people. You know, they want to talk about the ball game or hot chicks or whatever, their favorite beer, that sort of thing, what their kids are doing that's cute. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, what about Building 7, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, when you, you go through phases, uh, let me ask you, Jeff, how long have you been, you know, really into it, really alert and aware of what's going on? Uh, probably about five or six years or so. All right. So yeah, you're, you're about the same level I'm at, about the same as Greg. Greg's a little, I think a little younger than us. Uh, but I went through that phase where I was screaming it. We were talking about it before. Right? Yeah, I'm 41. No, I mean younger. A younger, in, in awake, the, awake younger. Awake younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely. Said, Nine or ten was yours, right? Right, right around the right just before uh, before Obama claimed to have killed uh, <clears throat> Bin Laden, yeah, yeah, for the third or fourth time. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Oh, wait, wait, I he shot add. him. He shot him in the kidneys. I got to sure. pay attention here and add to group call because I haven't had a bunch of phone calls in a while. Uh, we also have on with us, hopefully, uh, the six one seven area code. Yep, that's you. Scoo, Scoo, my name's Scoo. Hey, hey, Scoo, hey. Scoo. <laughs> Scoo's big on Scoo's big on uh she's big on listening to Jack and she's big on listening to Natty. So yeah. Scoo, hey, what's going on? I'm doing okay. Good. I'm just calling in, supporting you all and listening and enjoying it. 
and just wanted you to know that I am here. I'm listening. Well, we always appreciate that. You know, a lot of people um, have, we, you know, you and Jeff, I've met through blood, uh, through my involvement right. with Jack. And, and you guys are all uh, always been there. And it's, it's kind of weird how it goes when you meet new people. It's like I got Greg sitting in my studio right now. You know, that's not yeah, something. Yeah, I heard Greg before. And I was like, is that Greg Knight? <laughs> I was like, and then he said, Florida, and I'm like, Holy crap, that's Greg Knight. I have to call in. And then I heard Jeff's voice. I'm like, oh, no, now I really have to call in. <laughs> yeah, normally, like everybody's there. We're all on Sean's radio. It's, 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 it's all, we're all somewhere else now. <laughs> well, we try to keep it moving. You know, I, I, I grew through multiple different people, and Jack's always been a great uh, supporter yes. of mine. I've always been a big You've supporter. You've come a of his. long way. You've come a long way. Well, thank you. Long, I appreciate that. I, I really like to hear that. You know, and that's what that's why having Greg here tonight was a big thing for me—a a stepping stone in my world of of growth. Uh, just to have him come here and, and sit with me and, and do it in studio because it's a lot different than sitting on the phone. Oh yeah, and and, and my voice does sound different over the phone, people. It does. It really <laughs> it totally does. No, this is like so different than Mixler. Everybody sounds so different on Mixler than on on Zoom because I didn't recognize Sean's voice at first. That's because I get to use my radio voice. <laughs> um, hold on for a second. Oh, well, I can I can use my radio voice. Skew, sit, sit tight for a second, Skew. Hold on for a second, Jeff. Um, yes. Oh wait, hold on. Right, let me let me grab this here for a second. We got one more. We're going to add to the group call. What are we talking about? Well, hold on. We got we got another one adding here. Scott, do I have you? I got you. You I got you. I got you, babe. I was thinking the same thing. Sunny Bono, rest in peace. So what's uh, going on? You know, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. Go no, ahead, Scott. What's going on, brother? Yeah, I'm just getting real stoked. Uh, about 25 minutes away, but just listening to the incremental uh, growth of consciousness where people say, hey, I learned something in 08 or I learned something in 2012. And, you know, me being one of the old farts going back to 2004 and everybody going through the exact same. Um, Dr. Kubler-Ross wrote uh, some amazing books. She was into hospice. Oh, my gosh, wrote books. Yeah about the effects of dying and the five stages of going through first you're in denial mm-hmm. well it's the same thing with anything anything you you tell a man his wife's cheating he's going to go through the same fives until he gets to acceptance well 9-11 truth and all these other things it's the same thing at first you're angry you're a little confused and then you're in denial and then you're trying to force it down people's throats and you know you know me i, I listen to a lot of shows and, and by the way you know she's right You've come a long way, my friend. Uh, you, you really have. You're not just a guy who is outspoken about things. You're not just a guy running his own damn fucking station. But, you know, as a host, you know, and, you know, I'm the old fart that knows what I'm doing. You, you have come a long way, my friend. You really have. Well, thanks, Scott, and I appreciate that. And, Skew, of course, I appreciate coming for you originally. Um, this is Scott Ledger, who you'll hear uh, in about, what, uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so here on Raz Radio. Um, yeah, but what do you got I've, lined I've up tonight? Drink. I've decided to drink on tonight's show. Oh, it's yes. Is yes. there a topic going on that, that I need to know about? Because drinking. What are we talking about? Drinking. <laughs> drinking. Uh, Scott, what, what is topic tonight? 
bow in here and and kind of just basically everybody that's you know your two people that phoned in and your in studio guests it's the same thing when you is go it, through is it just like Jeff's show because Jeff's show is so much fun you have a blast on Jeff's show they they it's all not, keep it they all keep it rolling and, and Scott is right it's not fun when you wake up and 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 you're trying to rationalize all this information pouring out at you at, at, at unbelievable rates it's almost like your your head's in the space shuttle traveling to you know the the space station because there's just so much at one time uh, Scott we will have you up here very soon I appreciate the call brother I will talk to you all soon. Right, bro. Peace out. Peace out. Dangerous conversation very soon. You want to stay for that at 8 o'clock. Uh, Jeff, uh, skew, sit tight for a sec. Jeff, I want to come back to you. Um, uh, what, 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 what's on your mind at this moment? Because, well, you know, skew's, it's, skew's it's kind of looking for a conversation. Because, uh, I listened to his program where he did all this positive, but there's nothing negative, And that really struck a chord with me. I don't know if you caught that, but he was talking about how these people had made the guy, the, the guy that uh, came up with five um, uh, five hour energy, and he's now filthy rich, and he's doing great things with his money. That is positive things, and that that that's what I was saying earlier about when I met Scott for the first time, and and how that changed my way of thinking and my way of handling specific incidences was because of of meeting him and learning. Because uh, when you get into this, you you get that. You know, I have to save the world right now. I must save the world because I know this and right. nobody else knows it. And and you get right. stuck in that. And Scott brought me out of that. And that was the best thing of coming out of that, which I, I can't give any more credit to anybody but that man right there. I think Jeff has it really pinned down nicely, even though we, we have so much fun on this show where he he said something that really changed a lot of us last week who follow him. And he's like, what can you do? It's sort of the man in the mirror effect. What can you do today? And how are you going to approach that person? How can you help wake up one person, just one person today? What can you do? Just even open a door and say, hello, just how can you behave better to be kinder to just, you know, make that person Make yourself more approachable. That's the prior. That's the main question. That's yeah. what we left the last segment with, Craig, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It, it's funny. I'm going to tell a little story that kind of relates to that. And my family, we were were the knights, and going way back into the prehistory of America, my family, my great 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 that's four right four great grandfathers ago was a personal confidant of Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormon Church. And one of the things that's just punched into you as a Mormon kid growing up is you've got to be that person who carries around that Book of Mormon with you. Even if you're not on your mission, you've got to carry that Book of Mormon around with you and make that one-on-one connection with somebody and wake them up, you know, <clears throat> allegedly wake them up. And I hate that to, term, but it is yeah, a useful term. Wake them up to the love of yeah, Jesus Christ. Right. Well, in this case, like you, like you said earlier, Sean, I'm kind of known around work as that crazy, weird conspiracy theory guy. Right. That when me too, don't when, worry. <laughs> when people when people hear something on Alex Jones, they come to me and say, "Hey, Greg, is this real?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. First and foremost, don't listen to Alex Jones. Let me steer you over <laughs> here to this website and go check it out over here. Here's the real thing." Right. So it's that one-on-one connection with people, and you know, 
life is a long journey. None of us know everything. None of us will ever know everything. In fact, the, the minute that you start thinking that you're in charge and living large and you know it all is as soon as that's when you have to go back to school. That's the second you got to take a step back and go, wait a second. How did I get here to where I'm thinking this? I'm so great. I know this and that and the other, and I can preach it. Well, yeah. you can only preach what you know and what you've researched. That's why I make such a big deal out of don't go around talking shit or saying anything is fact or this, that, and the other unless, A, you've researched it, and, B, you can prove it to yourself and to me and to another person in a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, Fortoad, you hear that? Because chemtrails are real because you can see them. Yeah. I can prove their, their, their scientific evidence of it, and they want to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I had to it, do yeah, it. And it's the funny thing. When you, it's, it's the funny thing. I mean, one of my biggest conspiracy theories, one of the ones that really gets people going and be like, Greg, you're fucking crazy, is Project Bluebeam. I don't know how many people have ever dug into that, but I'll, if I could take just a I moment. Think, I think the chemtrails are the black backdrop they are possibly they the are backdrop they are that. it's a it's a magnesium i, I think yeah. they are too it's yeah. a magnesium ion that is injected into the stratosphere and the atmosphere and you know star wars that never happened right. well it really did happen i think there are satellites up there that can shoot laser beams down here to the to the united states of america all in china all over the world and so do some research it's far out crazy stuff but i've done enough digging into it and the science of it it's not that far off from reality no, if really you think not. about it. It's, it's really not that it far isn't. off. It isn't. And it's, and once you start reading it, you really do feel like you're reading science fiction and you're like, man, this is real. Well, well listen to David Keith. Listen yeah. to David Keith speak about yeah. about what they want to do in, in geoengineering. It, it's so blatantly obvious that they're doing it. They just don't know how to tell us right. yet. And they don't know how yeah. we'll accept well, it. Anyone who works at DARPA, you can get them to talk. Well, there's you, that you, name again. You, you made my point. That's what I was just going to say. Basically, if you look at consumer, the CES show they have in Vegas every year. Well, this year the big deal was two things: was uh, driverless cars. Cars that are controlled by computers, not a driver, and a phone or a tablet surface that you can bend. Now, it's a maxim of technology that it gets kind of outdated every, what, 18 months? I'll tell you what, every 18 months. No, 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 no. But here's the thing, is that groups like DARPA, at least our DARPA, whatever the DARPA they have in Russia, I'll bet your ass they've got technology now that they're developing. The stuff oh, we're we, 20 years yeah, behind. We're 20 we're years behind, exactly. The stuff yeah. that we're oh, yeah, using yeah, now yeah, was yeah, developed in 1990. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's proven. I mean, they had GPS well before they had the GPS military in the had it. 60, right. In 68, that was the first GPS satellite signal. Right, exactly. They've I always had, been well I, advanced. I, Go ahead, Scoop. I had a smartphone, and we had a smart home in 1996, the company I worked for, so we are 20 years behind. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah. to see We it. are. Uh, you know, I'm living proof. <laughs> if you grow up in in any family with a little bit of money, and you know what, I'll be honest, I, my family had a little bit of money, not a, not a lot. We weren't millionaires, but they 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 got to all the new stuff. My dad had a car phone, a car phone, like one of the ones that actually had like the push buttons and had a radio signal. Uh, you had a car, no, it was in the center console the of your yeah, Mercedes. It mounted in the car. Well, it was a Cadillac. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was mounted. Actually, it was a Corvette. My dad was a Corvette driver until I told him his last. That's right. One. You guys are from Jersey. You drink or you drive Cadillacs up there? Yeah, Cadillacs and Corvettes. That's yeah. what we drive in Jersey. <laughs> well, I, I was a Jeep guy, yeah. so I was always the backwoods guy, though. Yeah. Too. Um, Skew, I appreciate the call. Uh, keep listening. Again, if you want to check out Scott tonight, he always has compelling information. Uh, just jump over to Raz after the fact, and uh, you can check out what's going on there. Uh, and I want to talk to Jeff here a little bit, so I'm going to cut you loose. All right, sweetie? Okay. All right, you have a great all evening. Right. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Peace. Uh, all right, Jeff, let's get into your show a little bit. 
and some of the angle you take because we got about let's say about four minutes or so Let, let's discuss your show and your angle and i do want to discuss personally with you which we've gone back and forth a little bit about bringing you over here well, actually, the uh, the four minutes you can ask any uh, of the ladies that know me. That's all I need. <laughs> See, I mean, that's no I, lie. I like his angle. That, too. That's no lie because I hear that shit every night on his show. <laughs> I like that angle though because you know that's what? No lie. That's a good thing. You have to this 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 information we share, Jeff, is 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 hard and it's it's compelling and it's stressful and you need to have a good attitude. That's what Scott taught me. You have to have a good attitude as you do this. You can be serious, but you also have to. Fucking sit, step back and think for a moment. Yeah, uh, I have found I have uh, been kind of blessed where I have now somehow got a co-host. <laughs> so that helps. Doing two people, it, it is more entertaining, I think. But um, uh, so yeah, what I'm trying to do, I I, I kind of set out just to fill that vo- that void. I didn't want all these people that were Jack Blood fans uh, to not have anywhere to go at first. So we just swapped emails, and then one day, you know, it kind of festers in there for a while. And I said, well, damn it, I'm buying a microphone. So and next thing you know, I got a Skype number and uh, I've got, uh, you know, I'm not nearly as big as you guys. I got about 30 followers. They don't all show up, but um, it, it I kinda like, you know, to, to spin it to the positive, have a little bit of fun, you know, just maybe get my take on what the news is, that sort of thing. And then uh, and it, a lot of calls. I, I, I would love to get more and more calls. That's kind of what I want it to be, where it's more of a open forum, you know. Well, as you get as now that you have a co-host, you're going to find and like a, like you were saying, it festers into all kinds of stuff so don't you'll spend a lot more money don't worry but as you grow and as you uh you know you have a co-host now uh in the very beginning of doing this even with me you rely a lot on callers because they you can bounce off of them they can help you drive things forward once you have a co-host you're going to find that you don't want callers as much because you two will be bouncing off each other and and you keep it flowing so it, it, it's an amazing experiment to, to do this, if, if that makes any sense. Actually, what's really funny about that is I do not officially have a, I do not officially have a co-host, <laughs> and my co-host is now going to kill me. <laughs> I, I mean, this is an inside joke. I, I've, oh, I, are you the co-host? Is kind that kind of. <laughs> in preparation for my, my appearance, my coming out party here, so to speak, on the Sean Rasbatello show, uh, I've been calling into his show a lot. Uh, it usually involves a few bottles of gin and some and some olives. A few bottles of gin? Well, I like my martinis. Okay. What can I say? I, I can't argue with so, that. So, no, uh, Jeff and I have got a, a good rapport on air because – one of the things that we do, we both have very outspoken views, and and he's honestly the happy guy. He's the happy guy who laughs a lot. Yeah, he, he laughs he, a lot, and I'm kind of the I'm I'm in more of the Bill Cooper mold. Jeff, you, did yeah. you ever listen to uh, Bubba the Love Sponge or are you a <laughs> Howard Stern fan? What's your deal? Um, I ne- kind of, well n- never Bubba the Love Sponge. A bit of Stern, but I really don't understand how he got so rich talking about boobs and farts. Um, I was a big fan of, uh, after Stern moved to New York, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that filled his void was a guy named Nino Griezmanelli, or the Grease Man. The Grease Man, yep. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the Grease Man, yeah. <laughs> wow. He was funny as long as you were a white male. <laughs> or had, that, he could or, be or had big boobs. But, big but boobs, too. He was good. He, he was pretty polished. I mean, he was good at what he did. Well, I'm a, I'm a Bubba fan, so I'll always promote Bubba. I love his show, you know, in general. That's my, like, uh, my, uh, uh, guilty pleasure. That's my getaway. But they're 9-11. I mean, they'll, they'll talk about 9-11 truth. They'll talk about chemtrails. They'll talk about vaccines. Um, and that's part of what brought me to them. The, one of the first times I listened to his show, he had Jesse Ventura on back in 09, I think it was. 
And that's what brought me into really enjoying his show because I realized that they are just like us. They're actually a mainstream source that talks about uh, these things very openly. You'd be surprised. Do you guys think it's growing? I, I, I think it's becoming more and more accepted. And, and I don't want this to be like the Kennedy thing where, you know, 50-plus years and still – we don't know who did it. We just know who didn't do it. And we know 80% of the people believe that it was a government conspiracy or of some sort. I mean, that that's the scary thing. That's what I wonder about 9-11. That's, that's one of my biggest concerns with 9-11 truth. And, and what we talk about with any of these conspiracies is how long do we have to wait? Will we be the 90-year-old guy using a cane when they finally say, you know what, yeah, uh, we purposely attacked uh, the Twin Towers and the Pentagon on 9-11 to... Yeah, we had to take out Saddam, this guy that we put in power. You know, I I got to meet Mr. Dick Cheney one time and George W. All in the same room at one time. And George W. walked out. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, me too. I kind of took a shower or six afterwards. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) you're getting raped by a transsexual. (laughs) You're like, ah! No, no. And the worst part about it was is that when when I met George W. Bush, I had to interview him (laughs) for my radio show. And and also do some TV stuff for him in Reno. And right as he's heading out of office, right before Obama got elected, and I walk, he walked into the room. I was sitting there, Secret Service was hanging out. He walked up to me and he grabbed me by the shoulder or the the elbow, shook my hand, said, "You're a fine looking young man." And <laughs> you do have that that military, you know, that yeah, Texas kind of look. I did too. Yeah. Make a long story short, I looked them both in the eye, and you could tell that they were. At least I could tell. They were a part of something they didn't want to be a part of. Cheney, a little more evil than Bush, but you could tell they're being used. There's something above them. Bush was the one just kind of drug into it, the, the one that really didn't want to be there. Just yeah. kind of had to follow Papa's orders or, or, or Grandpa Dick's orders. Actually, I think he was just trying to upstage Jebby, and Jebby's kind of like sucking it now. <laughs> well, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, Jeff, I got to uh, cut you loose, brother. I got to get ready Do for it. Scott for the here. Time, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. We'll talk some more. We got to work some stuff out, all right? All right, brother. All right, peace out, man. Have a great evening. There goes Jeff, Natty Jeff, if you're uh, a blood listener. Uh, you know, Greg, it's amazing how two hours can go by so fast. Like that. It? It, just it like just that. blows right the F by. Yep. You know, I appreciate you coming down here and joining me. It, it's a nice experience to meet new people. That's one of my favorite things to do is meet people. Um, I think that's the only way we can solve a lot of the problems we see in the world right now is by expanding, meeting new people, taking the effort to be a human. Yes, I believe the same. And also, just love each other. Yeah. Love each other and tell somebody that you know. Don't tell them a stranger. Tell somebody you know that you love them. Yes. Somebody that's a stranger, just say hi. No. A, smile a smile when you walk by. Especially if she's cute. All right, guys, you've been listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood over on MixLR, and Radio Chaos. We'll be back next Tuesday. God knows what I got planned because I don't really know yet. But we'll be there, and we'll be telling you more stuff. I appreciate your time tonight. Be safe. Be a human being. Peace out. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. But I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. But I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this bad race, I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space.
sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, stop and drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life Now's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a past so much thanks the first 52 is the bomb diggity Come and talk with me Come and walk with 
Kill this 